searching for the right wedding venue to host your wedding celebrations can be a daunting experience. And here in Southeast Queensland, we are completely spoilt for choice. So the task seems even more challenging. Now, for those looking for a hinterland offering, you wouldn't be alone if you considered one of the Sunshine Coast's most well-regarded wedding venues, Mullaney Manor, situated on a picturesque 30-acre estate offering exclusivity for weddings, events and celebrations this remarkable wedding venue has an impressive reputation for curating spectacular events. In today's episode, I interview Felicity Sharwood, General Manager of Mullaney Manor, and talk about the history of the venue, its current offerings, and advice and tips for you to consider and research when choosing a wedding venue. Hi, I'm Terry ann the Floral Director of Mondo Floral Designs. We manage hundreds of wedding floral concepts each year. I've taken the creative floral charge for over 4,000 weddings, designed flowers for many high-profile couples and a celebrity or two, and guided thousands of couples through their flower journey. So I know that rabbit hole of bloom chaos is real. But here's the thing. From the outside, choosing and understanding your wedding flower options seems pretty complicated. But trust me, when we break it all down, dive into the process and pick through those pretty petal battles, it's a breeze. Hit subscribe and join me each week as I provide clarity, information, creative advice and a clear vision for nailing your wedding flowers concept, as well as interviewing some of my favourite wedding professionals along the way. And if you're searching for a free flower planning guide, head to mondofloraldesigns.com.au forward slash podcast to download your 20-page wedding flowers seasonality and style guide, a bonus loaded information document to get you started. Welcome to Bloom Banter, the Wedding Flowers podcast. Let's chat all things blooming. I have Felicity Sharwood with me for today's episode. Now, not only has she had a stellar career in the hospitality and event industry, she is a renowned director of weddings. But this remarkable female is also the new GM at Mullaney Manor, the property affectionately known as Australia's most loved wedding venue. And that particular wedding venue is right in our backyard here in Mullaney. I can't wait to talk all things weddings and whatever else pops up with you today. Big welcome, Felicity, and thank you for joining me for today's episode of Bloom Banter. Oh, thank you so much, Cherry Ann. It's such an absolute pleasure to not only be invited to be part of such an amazing podcast, but uh, to be invited to the studio at Mondo Floral Designs, where I'm currently sitting recording this with you, and it's, it is my absolute happy place. It's you know, coming into this studio, if for anyone who doesn't like flowers, trust me, you walk into this studio and you were just mesmerized. It's such a beautiful, beautiful place. And I, I'm so glad to be here with you. 
Oh, thank you. That's so kind. And we're just so excited that you're here on a podcast scenario situation because we do catch up very frequently weekly. And today uh, we've both got a rosé in hand, one of our favourite things to do when we talk business. And this afternoon is no exception. We do seem to find a way to make sure we've got a good glass of vino in hand before we start to get down to the nitty gritty, don't we? Oh, absolutely. It's how we tackle all of the problems of the world done with a very large glass of rosé in hand. Very required, but um, so pleased to have you here, Felicity. And and first of all, I just wanted to obviously chat about your background and um, your current role at Melanie Manor. Oh, thank you. I know it's very exciting. So I guess um, I am the, very, very fortunate to be the general manager of Melanie Manor, and um, I've I've loved this property for so so long. And I'll actually admit that when I was at university in Brisbane. I used to click on the employment page of Melanie Manor in the hope that maybe there was an events assistant or an events coordinator's role going. Little did I know that 12 years later, I'd actually become the GM of that beautiful property. I guess my my background is hospitality, you know, and for some people that's, you know, you get a job thinking, you know, this will just pay the bills while I'm at uni. But no, actually for me, hospitality, I started when I was 14 at school in a cafe. Then I started working in bars from 18 And then I studied events and hotel management and I worked in nightclubs, restaurants. I even worked for Red Bull. Um, So anything to do with good food, delicious drinks and events, you know, I wanted to work there. Amazing. Gosh, what, you know, what a stepping stone and what an amazing varied career. And I feel like you could tackle everything, particularly with the Red Bull kind of uh, situation going on there. But but certainly um, you have had such an incredibly layered career and so much experience that for every couple I meet that meets you and your amazing team, the support and the guidance that you provide is, is instrumental to their beautiful day running seamlessly. So, what do couples need to consider when booking a wedding venue? Oh, there's there's so many things that go into booking a wedding venue. And I guess the same as the entire reason of why you've you started a podcast is to kind of help people navigate that. But, you know, I guess to give some a bit of advice to, to couples out there, no matter if you're in Queensland, Tasmania, wherever you are, it's, you know, there's so many things to think about. So you've, you know, you've had the champagne, you've the excitement, but everyone will then ask, you know, when are you getting married? And that sudden goes, oh, I've got to think about you know venues and location and when. Um, so I guess step the pressure, so much pressure, isn't it? Like you've got engaged, and then that is the next obvious step, and there's a lot to consider. There is so much, and I mean, it, it doesn't seem as daunting for myself, but you know, I studied for five years in an event management degree, you know. So, but for couples out there that, you know, they find planning, you know, their 21st birthday was stressful. So, you know, and you really want it to be that amazing event. And for sometimes people planning an event is a daunting task. So, you know, it really doesn't need to be. That's why we have such amazing suppliers out there and in our industry. You know, I think the thing is, is for everyone just to enjoy the process. But I think before you even start contacting venues, you know, contacting or perusing Instagram or whatever you're doing, it's actually connecting with your partner and, and having a bit of a conversation about what it is that you both want for a wedding um, because that is what's actually going to dictate what you want to do um, because all the questions that are then going to follow, if you don't really both know or have talked about it, you know, it's going to be really hard to answer that. Absolutely. It's definitely about communication, isn't it? And uh, you've been creating inspired and inventive and very memorable uh, celebrations for such a long time. Oh, we have. And it's, 
It's one of those things, actually. So while I might be uh, a fairly new addition to the team at Mullaney Manor, it's actually um, the property itself was built in 1988, uh, which is not old. That's not all at all. But um, so we've actually been, (laughs) Mullaney Manor has actually been hosting weddings uh, since 1991. So nearly going on 30 years. So they actually were one of the first I guess, wedding venues as such. So, you know, weddings for many years were always held in hotel ballrooms or function rooms or, you know, potentially at a restaurant. So the idea of actually having a purpose-built wedding venue, you know, it only just sort of started to come onto the scene. So Mullaney Manor was actually the first in Mullaney uh, 30 years ago to to start that. So that's why it's been such an icon, you know. It's standard the test of time because what it provides is exactly what couples want for their wedding. And, you know, that's a beautiful location, a stunning view, you know, a beautiful reception area with accommodation on site. And, you know, that's all the things people are looking for. So it ticks a lot of boxes. Absolutely. I think the offerings are just so vast. And and certainly I know that there's been a huge uh, push for people to come to the hinterland for a tree change. And certainly the landscape that we offer up here is just so inviting. And and obviously the venue, Milani Manor, offers ceremony, reception locations. Everything is all inclusive as well as you just mentioned accommodation on site, which is such a bonus. So, Tell us about some of the other features of the property and also in terms of your role and and your team and the ongoing management of clients for their day. Give us a little bit of a summary of what they're they're in for if they do head down that road with the Mullaney Manor booking. Well, I will try and condense that into a couple of minutes of an overview versus, you know, you might need to give me my own podcast for the next three weeks. that is so true. So much information, but let's get let's get a snippet anyway. Absolutely. Well, I, I mean, I love talking about the manor. It's one of my favourite places. So, you know, it is a beautiful building that's set on thirty acres. So, as you mentioned, we are in Mullaney, which for those who don't know is an hour and a half north of Brisbane. So, it's set in the Sunshine Coast hinterland, and we have so lucky that we have the most beautiful weather. For us, luckily in southeast Queensland, we can host weddings, you know, throughout pretty much the entire year with really temperate weather, but still beautiful winters and blue sky days. And with that, so we're lucky to have weddings all the way across the calendar year. And with our 30 acres, we have three ceremony locations. I mean, to be honest, with 30 acres, you can actually get married wherever you'd like, but we recommend three main spots, you know, followed by a garden party and then having, you know, drinks and then heading into the reception So, and then of course, the ease of staying the night, you know, we can accommodate up to 16 guests on site and the party doesn't end there. You know, you've got the whole place to yourself for the night and then you wake up the next morning and have a post-wedding breakfast. So it really just, you enjoy the entire time. It's not just a, you know, a five-hour reception. Felicity, obviously a business like yours with such a large amount of offerings and so many options for clients would not just be run by one person. So tell us a little bit about your team and uh, the beautiful people behind your brand. Oh, thank you. Look, I would actually love to take this opportunity while I've got an audience uh, to say just how amazing my team are and our weddings honestly would not be what they are without my team and I probably actually couldn't do my job without them either. So um, we are a full-service wedding venue and events venue. So our team, starting with front office, I have our wonderful Emma, who's our events manager, and Sarah, our senior wedding and events coordinator. These amazing ladies will look after every step of your wedding from the initial inquiry to viewing the property, you know, booking, planning your wedding, along with everything of being on site, you know, to being there saying farewell to you as a married couple the following day. 
So that, that's incredible and, and knowing each and every one of your team so beautifully, I, I'd love everyone to hear about all of your other beautiful people as well. Oh, absolutely. So it's it's not just our front office team. You know, that's the, that's the start and that's the planning process, but then there's the, the everything else. So we're really lucky. We actually then do have three chefs as part of our team. Uh, so our head chef, Dave, has been with the property for five years and he's amazing flair. So we do a modern Australian style menu with a little bit of a Dave touch. And we also then really want to ensure that our couples know we we just do events. We're not a restaurant, which means that we can actually create whatever menu you'd love to have. So with that means that you can tailor all of our packages to have the menu that you'd love to have. So we are so lucky on the Sunshine Coast to have such phenomenal produce, you know, starting with our seafood is so well-renowned, you know, to up in the hinterland, we've got some beautiful organic farms. So we try and use as much local produce and then premium Australian produce throughout our menus um, but not only with our chefs, we then have our amazing food and beverage team. You know, some of our team have been with us for five years, as I mentioned, and you know they just love weddings. So our food and beverage team are there to you know tray service of drinks as soon as your ceremony is finished, you know through to the end of the night. And then, of course, we have a very large property. As you mentioned, we're on thirty acres. We've got a three-level manor. That takes a lot of fairies to make sure that that's always looking lovely. So we have a full housekeeping team as well that look after all of our rooms and the manor and our reception spaces and, of course, our grounds and maintenance. We, I honestly could not do that without them. So ensuring that our property is pristine condition all of the time. So these are all the fun things that maybe you don't necessarily see and we don't want you to see, but we want to make sure that our property is looking beautiful every time. I think it's really integral to go back to that point that you made about being a specialised wedding and event property. I think that offers clients so much more flexibility and an understanding of being that versatile property that can, you know, cater and create to their needs. And and that's really important to mention. Previously, it was always popular, but currently it is just so hot, isn't it? Getting married in the hinterland around beautiful organic landscape, having a private estate or whatever venue it is that you choose, just having that destination style event is so integral to a beautiful celebration, not only lasting one day, but perhaps traveling over a series of days with, you know, pre-wedding dinners and post-recovery brunches and, and having a destination wedding is just so integral to that process. I'm assuming, and I know, but for our listeners out there, a huge amount of your couples would be Brisbane-based, but tell everyone about, obviously, the reach of, of people coming to the hinterland is quite vast, isn't it? It is, and, and you've you've absolutely hit it spot on. So I think that definitely, you know, the trend for Mulaney in particular in the hinterland, you know, 10 years ago, it really just kicked up another level in terms of coming into destination weddings. I think couples previously would sort of look where, the, you know, in their current sort of city or town of where they lived, you'd have a ceremony and have a reception and and go home again, whereas now the, the trend has actually kicked off of an entire wedding weekend. And as you mentioned, you know, so the hinterland offers that because of our weather, you know, our beautiful landscape, the huge range of accommodation and to say the least, you know, the amazing supplies that we have up here and that makes it really easy. You know, there is some beautiful views out there. Australia is an amazing country, but you can't go anywhere and have an A-list team of suppliers that are there waiting to be able to do your event as well. So we are so fortunate to have the beautiful landscape, the weather, the accommodation and also the suppliers. But it has just absolutely kicked up another gear. And I think the hinterland particularly offers our couple so much variety. And I know that sounds really strange, but I think there's venues, you know, say wine countries, they've all got beautiful wineries and restaurants and 
equally as beautiful, but in the hinterland, we have so many different style of venues. So if you're looking for that full-service wedding venue like Mulaney Manor, or if you're looking for a venue that you can, you know, camp and bring everything yourself, there's that. You can even have your wedding at a brewery in Mulaney. Like there is no shortage of different types of weddings. So I think that variety allows that you can get so many different styles of weddings and that appeals to a huge market. And I would say that so many of our couples come from not only Southeast Queensland in Brisbane or Gold Coast or Toowoomba, but, you know, we get so many come up from Sydney. We, you know, we have an entire wedding coming up. Their, their entire wedding is flying up from Melbourne for, for their wedding. So they see the Sunshine Coast hinterland as the pinnacle of the places to get married in Australia. I think you kind of, you know, hit that nail on the head. The diversity of the landscape that we have up here is just so attractive, isn't it? But certainly I know that that ability to, you know, haul everyone in from interstate or perhaps everyone from Brisbane is just so appealing. And I think that having that mini break for a wedding is a wonderful way to start a celebration. But I really love how you touched on the fact that it's great to have a pretty location and an amazing view to say I do, but all of that doesn't really matter unless you've got some amazing wedding professionals to support that process. And I think, you know, we all are very, very humbled by the incredible creatives that surround the Sunshine Coast and the amazing wedding professionals that dedicate uh, their working careers to supporting the beautiful wedding industry that we all are a part of. So it's a huge part of the process. And thank you for, for noting that. No, absolutely. And I look, I know it firsthand. I've I've been a bride, I've been a bridesmaid, and I've been many a wedding coordinator for friends as well. So, you know, they've all said to me, Oh, I, I'd love this property out in, in the middle of nowhere. And you think that's amazing, but gosh, think about getting the food in and the florist and the photographer. And, you know, it can be done, but you know, why not have the beautiful landscape of Melania and, and have suppliers like yourself on your doorstep? It, it's a no-brainer to me. Mondo Floral Designs and Mulaney Manor have had such an iconic and valued partnership and and you and I fortunately have had quite a history in your previous wedding venues and, and also the properties that you've managed and it's really great that we've been brought back together again and, and certainly um, we're, we rejoiced in that, you know, from the very beginning. But we've been working at that property for over 14 years and I'm just so grateful to be a part of such a well-regarded and established venue. And I think over the years we've kind of gone on a real journey and and taking on that role of the in-house floral design team has allowed us to guide and advise your clients because I know, uh, you know, that flowers can be very confusing and sometimes really overwhelming. And I hope from our perspective, it's a partnership that provides the couples with creative advice, you know, floral guidance and support. And I, I think that that's just what we want to do and continue to do. But it's a really interesting historic journey. I feel like it's been a textbook of of chapters and and so excited to move on to the next one. Oh, look, I I love any chance to talk about how great the relationship between our two businesses have together and you know, personally, I've been so fortunate to work with you and your amazing team at a number of different venues. Being a full-service wedding venue at Mulaney Manor, we offer full food and beverage packages, but in that we also offer a floral package and so with that each of our packages includes bouquets, buttonholes, ceremony design, reception design, and this we've included that and have included that for the past, you know, 14 years 
because it's such a seamless process for our clients and and that's part of you know the service that we and you love to offer so you know joining them harmoniously just makes complete sense Absolutely. And I think your venue is so inclusive. It, it has um, inventive and inspired origins and the ability to create and craft a wedding that suits a particular couple's style is, is just so integral to the process. So what does a typical wedding day at Mulaney Manor consist of and what would couples expect when they arrive for their wedding day, Felicity? As our couples have private use of our property, the couple arrive either separately or together, depending on what traditions you're wanting to keep, and have their hair and makeup and get ready on site. We serve lunch and, of course, a glass of bubbles just to get cited. And then during this time, along with our team of suppliers, such as yourself, usually arrive from around 10 a.m. and, for example, Lovebird Styling. And we then also set up our tables. So with our tables and chairs, You will see our team ironing tablecloths. I am that particular. So also on the day, our team are there the whole time. So if you suddenly remember you need your speech printed or you need an emergency safety pin, your coordinator is on site for the day. But now the anticipation builds. It's your time for your ceremony. So as you walk down, the excitement builds and then all of your guests are there to celebrate with you. And then with that, Drinks and champagne start flowing as you enjoy photos, have canapes, and then, of course, come into your reception. Now, we don't want to end your night there. You've got the whole place to yourself, and then you wake up and have a beautiful post-wedding breakfast the next day. Oh, that's incredible. And goodness me, I'm dreaming about getting married all over again. <laughs> We'd love to have your wedding. And I think that's such a key thing because at Mulaney Manor, we We would love to have your wedding, but we can make it. We've got reception spaces indoors. We can do dining under the stars if you'd like a ceremony in a pavilion. So you've got that security of not worrying about weather. If you want a beautiful outdoor garden space, there's there's so many options. Oh, that's just wonderful and and great to hear you explain it like that. And for many people listening, I think would really love to hear the answer of this is, you know, and it's probably perhaps how long is a piece of string, but what is an average cost of a wedding reception, Felicity? I'd love to hear you break this down. Absolutely. I mean, the dollars is while you, you know, you hate to think about that being the end result, but it is a big factor for people. So I like I get this question all the time, as I'm sure you do, of, you know, how much does a floral arrangement cost? So for us, we would say the average wedding size at the moment is between 60 to 80 guests. So if you're looking for a wedding venue, for example, for 80 guests with canapes, a three-course menu and a six-hour beverage package, you are then looking at anywhere between twenty two to 24000 dollars based on around 80 guests and that's for a Saturday night. You know, if you are looking at going a little bit cheaper and you're flexible with dates, always consider a midweek wedding. You know, Monday to Thursdays for a destination wedding are a great option. Or if that budget doesn't extend, you know, maybe think about only having more towards the 60 people rather than 80. Yeah, that's really great advice. I think it's about crafting the wedding that's right for you. Absolutely. I always say that. People always do ask me, you know, why are weddings so expensive? And, and by all means, it's not that we suddenly go, oh, let's add on an extra zero to the mark. I think for us, it's we really want to showcase that if you went out to dinner and, you know, as we've done a couple of times, you know, we go out and we'll go, oh, we'll have a pre-dinner cocktail. Let's go out and have three courses and, oh, well, of course, we'll have cheese and let's go for a dance and have another cocktail. And suddenly, you know, you've spent three, $400 a couple. If you took a hundred of your family and friends 
for dinner and you decided to pay the bill, you know, $30,000 does add up quite quickly. I think what would be really wonderful is, you know, to draw on your experience and your ability to support and obviously guide couples is to provide your advice because for us it's so easy. We live and breathe weddings on a daily occasion, but for many couples it's really a first-time kind of gig. So what's your advice for couples searching for a wedding and what tips and guidance would you provide them to tick those boxes to make sure that they're prepared and how can they choose the right wedding venue for them? Absolutely. And you're right. It sounds, you know, to us, we do it every day, but for our couples, they don't. And they want to do it right the first time. Of course, you don't want to spend too long and you want to enjoy this planning process. So I guess there's kind of the the before you book a venue and then the steps of, you know, once you've booked your venue. So to start with, with our couples, is there's kind of five things you need to think about before you start searching for venues. Otherwise, you're really going to, you could be there for days. So my five sort of key tips before you start contacting venues is think about your guest list. Now, what are your ideal numbers? And I know that seems really strange to think about who you'd invite to your special day so soon, but your guest list and your numbers are really going to influence the the wedding venue. You know, are you searching for an intimate wedding for 20 people? Are you looking, as we mentioned, the average is 60 to 80? Or are you suddenly inviting every cousin, aunt, uncle and family friend and next minute you're at 200 people? You know, those are really, you know, the difference between a wedding venue for 20 to 200 does vary. Absolutely. It's about the boundaries, isn't it? How far do you want to go? Yeah, exactly. So there's that and then there's, you know, second of all, there's location. And location means, you know, in this day and age, the world's your oyster. You could have a wedding at your local farm with your mum and dad or, you know, you could go all the way and go to Bali, you could go to Italy. There's so many different styles of location. So I think thinking about what parameters you'd like to do. Do you want to get married, for example, in the city that you live, such as Melbourne or Sydney? Do you want to go away for a bit of a, you know, destination wedding, say an hour's drive? Do you want to go interstate or do you want to go international? That's they're really key things because again, if you start googling worldwide wedding venues for up to two hundred people, well, I hope you've got forty spare weeks to look at all of those things. So, yes, yeah, absolutely. Just narrowing it down to begin with, of course, is really integral, isn't it? Absolutely, and then narrowing it down a little bit further to the style of wedding. And this doesn't, I guess, you know, in your podcast, you've talked about different styles for bouquets and trends, but for style of wedding as a venue, we like to think about this as you know, the two main ones are, would you like a stand-up event or which is cocktail or a sit-down style reception? Because that will also dictate the size of your wedding. For example, some venues like ourselves, we, we can do up to 120 sit-down, but we could do up to 200 people as a cocktail event. So that, you know, your numbers will vary depending on the style of wedding. So that's a good thing to think about as well. And then your date. Again, like I said, people will always ask, when are you getting married? But you might be dictated by your date by a special occasion. You might want to keep that running anniversary so that you hope your husband-to-be will remember your anniversary. You may also want a little bit more time or you may not want to wait. So thinking about dates because seasons will impact. For example, in Southeast Queensland, we're so lucky that we can do weddings 12 months of the year. But you may find if you're in Tasmania, you know, having a winter wedding may not be ideal because it is quite you know, a little bit wet, it's a little bit cold. And so summer is more ideal down there. So your date will really then change. So for us in Southeast Queensland, peak seasons are autumn and spring. And that also might change the availability of venues. 
you may find a, a longer waiting list or period if you are looking in a peak season. So depending on your location will then also influence your date. Wonderful advice. And certainly with most things in regards to weddings, styling and, and flowers and, and all things seasonal with even menus, you know, seasonality is so integral to all of that. But um, I just wanted to say thank you so much for your insight and your awareness and, and to provide a, a greater understanding of the process of, of choosing a wedding venue. Thank you so much. Oh, no, absolutely. And look, there's so much that goes into it. And and that's only just the, the thinking about going to a venue. But I guess once you book a venue, it, it's daunting. It's quite similar to booking a holiday, really. It should be fun, but, you know, where to start. So I think once you as a couple know those and you don't need to make any firm decisions, you know, we, we don't want you finding about anything before you've even started, but having a bit of an idea because as a venue, they are the key questions that we're going to ask. So, you know, once you've started searching for venues, whether it's on social media or Google, because your location and the, the number of guests you're looking at will narrow down that search for you. And then it's sort of what's next. So what you need to do then is, is find a venue and have a look and peruse their packages and, and give them a call. You know, have a chat to their coordinators and book a site inspection. And we do really recommend, and I'm sure every venue can agree with me, we, we love our walk-ins and we're always happy to welcome anyone to our properties, but we'd hate for you to come and then see that we have a wedding on them. Of course, we, we want to give privacy to that couple. So always book a site inspection. And I really recommend not overdoing it. You know, there is so many amazing venues. And again, for us, you know, we have 15 wedding venues within a 20 kilometer radius of us. So, you know, you could spend all weekend looking at wedding venues, but honestly, narrow it down to four or five and go and have a look at them and and really enjoy it. And I guess some helpful hints of when you're on a site inspection, because, you know, you know what you want, but what do you need to ask about, you know? And so, I kind of recommend to our couples is thinking about, you know, what do you want to get out of your site inspection? And so asking, you know, does your venue serve food and beverage? Do you need to bring your own caterer? What about does the venue provide all of the setup, the chairs or the tables? Or again, do you need to bring that all in yourself? Another one is, you know, does the venue have set times for your wedding or can you choose your own wedding times? Is there any restrictions you need to know about? Is there any extra fees, for example, such as cleaning or rubbish removal or is there noise restrictions? And of course, you know, what is the booking process and the deposit schedule that's involved? You know, you are committing quite similar to buying a house or buying a car. You know, there, there are those questions you do need to ask. Absolutely. It's a really significant process, isn't it? And it's vital to have an understanding of the details that are imperative to that, you know, that decision being right and positive. And I think it's really about what feels right for the couple. And, you know, critical information, beautifully explained, is, is really, really supportive to everybody having an understanding of really what's crucial to make that very key decision. Because once the venue is chosen and ha- has a tendency to, you know, support and complement that venue. It's a really key decision. Oh, absolutely. And I guess a little bit of a helpful hint, you know, in addition to all my others, but, you know, really be present with your site inspection, but engage with the wedding coordinator giving you the site inspection. I think, you know, you forget, well, you fall in love with the venue, but also chat with the wedding coordinator. They're going to be with you that entire process. So you really need to get along with them. And I guess that's the thing with all of the suppliers is, is that, you know, when we say to celebrants or photographers and you know, really talk to the supplier and if you connect with them because you will spend the next 18 months sometimes talking to that person. So, you know, you really want to know that they've got your best interests at heart. So, 
you know, definitely always make sure that the venue ticks all your boxes, but also that the people that you're booking are what you want as part of your day. Absolutely. It's such a personal experience, isn't it, getting married? And each and every supplier, I think, needs to have that connection. But ideally, it's just absolutely essential that the wedding venue just feels right because that's where you're going to spend the most amount of time and the people that are surrounding that space are going to be supporting you in such a positive way. So they need to seem right as well and and they need to be, you know, imperative in that beautiful, positive experience. So wonderful advice there. Thank you. Oh, no, it's an absolute pleasure. And I'm, I'm always happy because, like I said, it's something that I know, but I know that couples may not. So booking your venue is is such a big decision. But once you've booked it, that's really exciting because then from there you can book all your other suppliers. And just as a note, most vendors won't let you necessarily book without having a venue confirmed because generally the venue locks in your date as well. So for us, we recommend for our couples to, you know, book us in and and then start thinking about the everything else, such as florists, of course, and photographers and celebrants, because those key suppliers will only do one wedding a day. So if you've got your heart set on some really great suppliers, you know, make sure you book them in early. And Felicity, I just want to say thank you so much for joining us today. But for everybody out there, please tell us where we can find you, where we can find the brand and the beautiful property that is Mulaney Manor. Oh, thank you. So we are definitely, of course, across all of our socials. So uh, at Mulaney Manor on Facebook and Instagram, otherwise www millennymanager.com.au. We have a brand new website. We have all of our beautiful packages for 2020, 21, 22 are all on our website. Uh, You can contact us, contact myself or any of our amazing team. We love chatting all things weddings. Oh, that's wonderful. And we just love doing weddings with you side by side and can't wait for a huge tail end of 2020 and a bumper 2021. Thank you again for your time and your kindness and your generosity. I look forward to finishing our glass of rosé and maybe we'll have a little slice of cheese as well. Oh, absolutely. I can't wait. And that's why I just absolutely love working with you because of your beautiful flowers, but of course, the ability to have cheese and wine together. (laughs) Thanks so much, Felicity. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Make sure you hit subscribe to receive our weekly wedding flower chats. And if you have enjoyed the Bloom banter today and found this episode interesting, we would love you to leave us a review and perhaps a rating and provide us with feedback about our little flower show. It would be really appreciated. For plenty of pretty wedding flowers inspiration, real weddings and further information on Blooms, head to Mondo Floral Design Designs.com.au for inspiration and information regarding your wedding flowers planning and to download your 20-page free flower planning and style guide don't forget to visit mondofloraldesigns.com.au forward slash podcast we look forward to our next episode but in the meantime please send us a dm or email we would love you to say hello